This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 320, Why You Need Momentum and Motivation for a Multilingual Mind. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 7 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. In today's episode, you'll hear Michelle's story about how she started learning Spanish, where she stumbled, and what you can learn from this experience. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Michelle, what's going on? Welcome to a Wisdom Wednesday. Well, hello, Lindsay. How are you? Feeling very wise today, or at least I'm hoping that we'll finish the episode feeling very wise because it's a Wisdom Wednesday. I know that we will. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I know that a lot of our listeners want to know more about the best ways to learn English or learn languages and how to maximize their time because they're busy, right? We're running all over, working, taking care of our families, and trying to fit in language learning on the train or in our spare time. So, Michelle, I heard that you tried to learn Spanish a few years ago. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, actually, it was just about a year ago, a year uh, almost. Ago. And uh, yeah, I, I did try. And, um, you know, it was okay. It was okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I decided I wanted to learn Spanish because a lot of my students um, are Spanish speaking. And even though I um, I kind of, you know, I don't want to do a lot of translation, I feel like it's good to, you know, have a little bit of a sense of the other language. And plus, I like learning languages. It's interesting for me. Okay, um, so you had a lot of friends and students who spoke Spanish right. and you wanted to be able to connect with them on a more personal level. Right. I think that it's good to to know at least a little bit of of your students' language. I mean, it's it's really hard to and you don't want to use it too much because you don't want to fall into just like strictly translation. Absolutely. But, um, did did you but, tell them you know, that you were going to be learning? Yeah, and it was really fun actually because I would sometimes, you know, bring up different things in class and it, I don't know, they really enjoyed hearing about what I was learning and also that, you know, because I am interested, it's not just that I'm like, oh, you should learn English and that's it, you yeah. know, because I am interested in other cultures as well, right? Absolutely. And, so I have some interest. <laughs> of course, I have some interest. That's why I do this job. Not just because I'm like, English is the best language in the world <laughs> and everybody has to learn it. That's not really why I do it. No, no, of you course know? not. Right. You, right. A, a lot of people teach English because they're curious about other cultures right. and they feel like it makes them makes their lives more rich by meeting people from other countries. So naturally, you want to learn Spanish. So, all right. So you decided you wanted to learn. And what was the first move that you made? What did you do first? I looked online. <laughs> okay. You looked online. What did you find online? Well, I found that there were a lot of different things a lot of different youtube videos and um 
Uh, there was one that I had to pay a little bit of money for, but it wasn't too expensive. That's the thing is, you know, I don't have my, too much money and I didn't have too much time. So I had to kind of find something that satisfied both. And I was tr- starting these videos and um, yeah, it seemed like a good idea. Okay. Okay, great. So you decided to buy a video course? Is that what it was? or what? Yeah. Okay, a video course. All right. So how did it work? I mean, were the videos short or and how did you learn? I mean, what happened? Tell us about it. So what it was, was, uh, you know, without giving away any information, um, it was uh, basically they a lot of translation. So the person speaks in English mm-hmm. and they kind of start it was kind of like sentence building. Are we actually. talking about Duolingo? It, is that Duolingo that no, you tried? Not no, not Duolingo. Okay. Not Duolingo. Okay, well, why don't you tell us what it was? I actually don't remember the name. Oh, you don't remember the name. Okay. <laughs> I'd have to I'd have to go in and, and check it out. But um I actually don't remember. I can take a look. But um anyway, so it it was it was videos though, not Duolingo. I have done Duolingo and I guess it um yeah, similar idea where you're building, uh, were, you know, you're learning like translated words and you're kind of basically what it would be is they would teach a, a group of words in, uh, take a group of words in English, teach them in Spanish, teach it in Spanish. And then you start to kind of pick up on different verbs. So then they would build other sentences using what you learned in the previous sentence. Ooh, how did that work for you? This idea Actually, of building. I I liked that. Um, that part I thought was really cool because, you know, you learn one thing and then you keep on adding on more and more and more. Oh. Um, and so I thought that that was really interesting. I thought that uh, that was well done. So even though, I mean, because unfortunately I can't take right now, I can't take some sort of immersion course. I mean, sometimes I'm actually really, you know, jealous of my students because I feel, um, you know, that they're really getting this experience where they're only like learning with English. And, you know, so I just, I can't really do that right now. I can't go move somewhere. I can't take a long immersion class Mm -hmm. and okay so 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 the basic methodology was that you started with the foundation of a word or maybe a verb for example and then you learned how that verb could be used in different ways exactly okay exactly and so then you would kind of start to pick up on new grammar and new vocabulary like all kind of intertwined together and it was interesting Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. And so that that I liked the you know it was just um unfortunately I think I talked about this in another episode I got too excited too fast okay <laughs> and I would watch like 10 videos in one night and um mm-hmm. that for me was a problem because and I knew it and I because uh in my master's program I learned that you know you you it's you don't want to take on too much at once because it's just going to go in your brain and then it's going to go out of your brain okay. and not that much is going to stick. And so I think that, you know, it's really great to get excited uh, about learning a language. But if you just go like, um, you know, if you're doing video after video after video, uh, not that you shouldn't listen to All Ears English. Well, all day right. Long, we can right? we can binge listen to All Ears English. But yeah, that's, that's the only different. resource. <laughs> right. So the word that here is binging. I think I this word in the past has been used for eating. Right. When people eat a lot of food at one time, but these right. days we use it for learning. Right. Binge learning or binge watching videos on Netflix. Right. right? Episodes right, of right, right. of Breaking Bad or whatever it is. <laughs> um, so you binge learned. 
Yeah, I did. I got really excited and I knew that what I was doing was wrong, but it was like, I, yeah, like once you, like once you have one potato chip, you eat the whole bag, right? <laughs> so why was that such a setup for failure and how long did it take before you just burned out? I mean, what, what, what happened? Well, it didn't take long at all, Lindsay. It didn't take long at all. <laughs> one of the reasons why I think it kind of, uh, crushed and burned was number one I got too excited too fast so it just became too much for me and if I didn't even though the videos were short they're like maybe 10 minutes I could have just said okay I'm gonna do one every day but I got so excited that I guess I looked at it as a much uh, bigger time commitment than it actually was supposed to be Guys, if you love All Ears English, then I bet you have one or two friends who would also love All Ears English. You can share our podcast by going to your podcast app and click share. You can share it by text message, email, Twitter, or Facebook. So choose one friend that also wants to be inspired to improve their English and send it to them now. Thanks, guys. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. I wonder if you had been actually spending some of that time working with a, a person, like one-on-one, you know, connecting with someone. As we say on this show, connection, not perfection. Right. For me, a big part of learning languages, the richness there is when I get to have an interaction with someone. And I yeah. wonder if you would have been able to maintain the interest if there had been someone else that you were working with in addition to these video lessons. I... I think that absolutely would have been great. I think that, you know, a lot of these programs, I think they're really, really great. Like, um, I think Duolingo is cool. I mean, I, I, I like the one that I did. I don't really, uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with any of these. I just think that, uh, they should work hand in hand with some sort of authentic practice, you know, discussion. Yeah. Authentic practice. And because, um, yeah, like this, although the video was great for grammar and vocabulary, it wasn't real in any way. It wasn't authentic. It was just based on translation. And mm. I wasn't I wasn't speaking also. Okay. I mean, I was just kind of talking at my computer, but I wasn't having a conversation with anybody. I mean, yeah, my fiance speaks a little bit of Spanish. And uh, at my, one of uh, uh, my roommates at the time, he is a Spanish speaker. So I would speak and but I would be more like, oh, look at, listen to this word I learned, you know? It would be hard to have a real conversation. So it sounds like you didn't build any momentum 
And I think yeah. that might be a key takeaway for today. I was going to ask you what the takeaway is for today. Like, what do you want our listeners to remember? I mean, I have an idea about this momentum thing that you never got your, you never got the wind at your back, right? You didn't get that head yeah. start to push you ahead. And I think when we're just beginning a language be, as beginners, we really do need to be able to build momentum quickly. And right. we need to measure and see our progress very quickly or we're going to fall off like you did, right? Yeah. But what else? Michelle what else should our listeners take away from today um well I think uh, that they should take away that you need to have a mix of different things that you do when you learn a language so right like for me like Lindsay said I think it would have been better if I had real practice with a teacher or a language partner or something like this um someone where I could actually speak to like just just uh like Learning has to be, you have to take things in, but you have to put stuff out also. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't just be like, listen, 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 or like watch video, video, video. Mm -hmm. I also have to be putting something into it of my own. And I wasn't putting anything into it because I wasn't speaking to anyone. So I do think that learning is best if you have someone to to bounce things off of. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's only speaking, right? So, you know, I think that, right. So we've had some people on the show recently. We had Julian on the show last month and he's doing his PhD in psycholinguistics, I think. And He really challenged an assumption that I think we've often had on this show is that speaking is number one, the most important thing. And I think he was right that we do need different ways of contacting, having contact with the language, listening, reading, writing, and speaking. But if we're missing that speaking piece, even as beginners, we don't get the momentum because that's the fun part of learning for many people is that interaction. We're going to use the language, (laughs) right? Right. Yeah. Right. And it's funny because, I mean, at the time, most of my students were Spanish speaking. And then um, actually, as I was learning, I switched to a different uh, teaching to a different school and um, very few of my students were <laughs> Spanish speaking. Oh, no. So Do you think I think uh. some of some of my motivation was probably, you know, lost because yeah. I really one of the reasons I wanted to learn so much was to connect with my students. And when my students uh, not when most of them didn't speak Spanish, I guess I lost some of my motivation. But now I actually now it's kind of gone the other way. And I have Spanish speakers again. So okay. So yeah, so it's also a matter of like thinking about when we get started, like, why do we want to do it? Do we really right. want to do it? Is this is this what we really want to do? Is this is this a continue? Is, it's hard to know if an interest is going to continue or if it's right. just going to die out. And we have to try something, right? But right. also, I think it's okay to to try different things. You know, to oh move yeah, on. maybe you're working on Hebrew now or something new, and yeah, you know, that's okay. Maybe you'll fall in love with that language rather than Spanish. Who knows? But we applaud you for trying. You know, for oh, thank you, Lindsay. I appreciate it. <laughs> Good. And so again, for our listeners, guys, you need to build that momentum. So a lot of our listeners, of course, are intermediate to advanced, but you still want to find ways to get that feedback loop going so you feel good about your work, about what you're doing, right? So combining the speaking with the listening to All Ears English and other podcasts and going to iTalking and finding your native tutor, those are all really good ways to go ahead and build your learning plan. 
Right. right. I, re- I really like that idea, Lindsay, because I, I, that's what I think that the key is. I mean, I think this is one of the biggest takeaways is that you should be doing a mix of different things. Don't just think that one thing is going to be the answer, right? Absolutely. You have to kind of find, cater everything to your needs and to what motivates you. Maybe you think, oh, well, I want to learn through TV shows and you watch the TV show, but don't only do that. Then do something else. Yeah. Add something else to your repertoire, repertoire of learning right? and kind of, yeah. kind of make it, make a plan. And that's 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 what I think is really important, Lindsay. So I'm glad that you said that that you that you have many different ways of learning and not just one. Yeah, don't be one sided about it. I right. like that. I like that. Well, thanks for sharing your experience today, Michelle. It's been uh, it's been interesting. And also, we want to remind our listeners, guys, if you are missing the speaking part of your of your learning plan, then go to Italki because we have gotten together with Italki and we've arranged a special deal just for you guys. Right? Other listeners don't get this from other podcasts. You get it here at all. English. You need to go to allearsenglish.com slash I-T-A-L-K-I, register for the first time on that page, buy your first lesson, and then italki will send you 10 US dollars to go towards your next lesson. That's for first-time users of italki if you register at allearsenglish.com slash I-T-A-L-K-I. All right, Michelle, thanks for hanging out. It's been cool hearing about what you've done with Spanish. And I wish you the best of luck if you try again or Thank with you. a new language. <laughs> Thank you very much. Have a good day, Lindsay. Okay, take care. Okay, bye. bye. Thanks for listening to today's show. And be sure to come back to our website at allearsenglish.com slash resources for some awesome ideas and special offers to help you get fluent. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. See you soon. Mm -hmm.